1: and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: Well, for many years, a regular gathering at the New South Wales Parliament has sought to highlight issues around men and women and the family. It was instigated by Upper House MP the Reverend Fred Nile with Christian speakers invited to address these gatherings that have become known as the Christian World View. Now, the next gathering will either be in August or September of the Christian worldview and is going to address a very interesting topic that we'll unpack a little today. It's all about a falling away from Christian faith. Sometimes we call that apostasy. The speaker will be Christian Barian Noivo, who is chairman of the Australian arm of the teaching ministry called Love Israel. And Christian's joining us. Christian, welcome along.
1: Thank you, Neil. It's a blessing to be in your program.
0: Christian, the Reverend Fred Nile, he invited you to address the group in New South Wales Parliament.
1: Yes, that's correct. It was a very gracious invitation. Um, Dr. Baruch Corman, who heads up Love Israel, was actually the guest speaker last year. So um, I've been um, humbled by the invitation for this year.
0: And the topic that you're addressing, it's an interesting one, and it's an important one too, which probably doesn't get as much prominence as many other topics, but the great apostasy. Now, this is a biblical concept you'll be unpacking.
1: That's correct. And um, I think, firstly, we need to look at the word with the original Greek text, that apostasy, it basically is the abandonment, or renunciation of a religious belief principle. Um, and it's, it's it's very, very um, visible these days in the world.
0: And we talk about a, a falling away, and that could happen any time, but there's this idea of a great apostasy which... I think was even forecast by Jesus, something that would happen in the last days, the end times, a falling away from original faith that you might say would be founded by Jesus, established by the apostles. I wonder whether you've got any thoughts around what that might look like.
1: Sure, and that's spot on. I think Paul also mentioned it twice uh, very clearly in Thessalonians that he basically tells us, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come meaning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, will not come until the day that falling away comes first. He also tells us in First Timothy, uh, very similarly as well, very clearly, that uh, at the latter time, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. So the Bible is very clear and tells us that before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ that there will be this falling away.
0: I wonder about the idea here, what a falling away means, because some will say it could be a soft falling away of being in error. Others might say it's a hard falling away of a complete abandonment of faith. I wonder whether you've got any thoughts on uh, how significant a falling away or a turning away would be to be classed as apostasy.
1: I think that in these last days, and I'm a firm believer that we are in the last days, that uh, the enemy Satan has uh, uses uh, what I like to call the enemy within. Um, and it's very, very uh, significant. We're seeing this escalation and this increase of deception, uh, basically starting in the church. Uh, there's a lot of people with their own agendas that camouflage themselves as Christian teachers or pastors or evangelists, but sadly they're wolves in sheep's clothing and we're seeing a significant and I mean a significant increase uh, of this major problem uh, that's very, very pertinent these days.
0: And of course, as we look at the church more broadly, there are lots of different flavours, uh, lots of different denominations of uh, people who are a member of this group or that group. And oftentimes they have their own special ways that they present themselves and uh, sometimes there's special teachings that they hold too i wonder whether that might be something of a a challenge for us to make sure that we've got a doctrinal foundation in place that isn't off on a tangent what are your thoughts there
1: totally agree i think that the the basis of the foundation is the word of god if anything deviates from the god word of god then Alarm, girl, alarm bell, start, you know, ringing. There, there is um, what we see very pertinent in some parts of the world, the prosperity gospel. You know, unfortunately, it's a very little Bible-based or scripture-based, you know, focusing more materialism and more focus on now instead of the kingdom or eternity. Um, and you're right in saying that there are various denominations, Um People see things in a different way, but as long as the Word of God is the main basis of our faith, uh, then it's, it's very hard to get away from real doctrines and godly doctrines. I mean, even these days we're seeing an increase in uh, some churches where they're promoting things like Christian yoga. Some churches are making reference to Apollo films like the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars instead of the Word of God, and those are the things that are truly alive.
0: So there's some caution there, and there's also that encouragement, isn't there? And I guess it's why we might encourage people to be prayerful, uh, to study the Bible, uh, to put yourself into a place where you can deepen your appreciation of what God says through His Word, there's going to be some challenge there for some because, you know, it's not always easy to be a student of God's Word, but you do have to choose your resources very carefully.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think the takeaway from this is that we need to be equipped as believers. Uh, Yeah, that can be done in your own home. But especially in the days that we're living now, with so much instability and loneliness and, and perilous times, which is also very biblical, it's important. How how do we as believers equip ourselves? And I, I basically believe there is some very simple steps that we can take, uh, without being someone that's a Bible scholar or you don't have easy access to a, a you know a Bible teacher. As such, I think one of the basic steps is to daily put on that full armor of God, as Ephesians tells us. Now, God didn't tell us that He'll put it on for us. You notice that we have to put on the full armor of God. Um, And you also notice there's no protection for our backs when we're making reference to Ephesians. And this is because I I don't think the Lord ever expects us to retreat. I mean, if he is for us, who can be against us. So that's one step. I think that also putting your full trust and faith in the Lord Mm -hmm. in these days is critical. is a critical way of equipping ourselves. And that's when we have to ask for the Holy Spirit to teach us and to reveal certain things so that our our faith won't be shaken.
0: Let's come back to the Bible for a few moments because there are some key scriptures that appear in some of the letters in the New Testament. In Second Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, there's a reference there to a great falling away. And it says in verse 3, Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless... The falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Now, I guess some understanding on that is going to be important, but just for the sake of our conversation today, this is a very clear thing, that a falling away will come. Also, in First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, the Spirit clearly says that in latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Now, that's an interesting concept there that there is a demonic element to all of this, Christian.
1: That's exactly right. And we have to look, test the fruit. Uh, the Lord always told us what, what's the fruit, of whether it be a church or a teaching. Uh, is it really Bible-based? Is it based on Scripture? Is it glorifying God? Is it kingdom-purpose or kingdom-based, not just looking at now? And, and I think the things that I touched on earlier are critical. For us not to be deceived, by because people will be deceived. It's in Scripture. So one of the things that I always encourage people is to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the the omnipotence of God. I think that that is crucial for us as believers. I mean, if you can just permit me, I mean, let's look at what omnipotence omnipotence means first of all. It's basically the quality of having unlimited or very great power. So, if we look at this closely, we can have. I mean, there's so many accounts in the Bible about God's omnipotence. But I'd just like to uh, just share one with you in the story of Elijah in 2 Kings 6. Uh, in the word, there it tells us that the servant of the man of God got up and went out early in the next morning. An army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh, no, my lord. What shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And then Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hill full of horses and chariots of fire around Elijah. What can we take away from that in terms of embracing God and the omnipotence of God? If, if we look at Elijah's servant, he panicked when he saw you know, all these uh, armies and enemies encamped around them. And a lot of the times we're quick to judge Elisha's servant, but what would we do? What would we do, you know, uh, if we were in those circumstances? And sometimes life does throw things and surround us, and, and it looks like it's impossible to conquer. In these last days, it'll be even more relevant, and it'll be more of an impact to believers.
0: So, Christian, you're going to be delivering a message when the gathering finally gets to meet and there's been a, a little bit of a, an upset given that coronavirus has caused the mm. usual meeting date to be postponed but you're the next one on the gathering list. So when you get together, uh, this is meant to be an encouragement for Christian leaders to not give up the fight but to, just like in the days of Elijah, to recognise that the army of the Lord is is there, and even though we can't see it, uh, we know that he is the one who is in charge.
1: That's exactly right. That same army that was around Elijah is around us. God's still on the throne, no matter what comes before us, no matter what the next few days, weeks or months brings. We can't take our eyes off the Lord. He's still on the throne. He always has been on the throne and he always will be on the throne. And us as believers, we still have an opportunity to show the rest of the world the difference between other religions or other false teachings and the true God, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that Jesus, he is the only way for any type of problem, any type of fear. He's the only solution, and that's the encouragement that we need to bring as a body of Christ.
0: Well, good to get your insights today on the issues around apostasy and an encouragement uh, to be vigilant and to be studious too, to not be taken by surprise and to not be deceived, because there are some teachings that might drag us away from what those original intents were from Jesus and the apostles as they established the early church. The speaker at the upcoming event called Christian Worldview, Christian Barry Anoivo. He's the chairman of the Australian arm of the teaching ministry called Love Israel and some listeners might be familiar with the name Baruch Corman who has a global ministry Love Israel and the Australian arm is led by Christian here in Australia. It's got a website called loveisrael.org You can find loveisrael.org online and that's the international website. You can also be in touch with Christian Barianoivo here in Australia. He's the chairman of the Australian arm, Australasia at Loveisrael.org is his email address. If you want to be connected or know any more details about the upcoming event that will be staged at the New South Wales Parliament. Christian, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020.
1: Thank you very much for having me on your program. God bless you.